Today a middle schooler described me as sad but funny. For the last time, fruit is not a dessert. Please understand this. Do better. Why are movies so long? Can't they just to get over themselves? Like, I have things to do. Come on. Like 85% of the time I'm disappointed in tomatoes. Arbor eat um? I hardly know um. Welcome to Tweet Victory, colon, thread winner, with your hosts at Annie Berg Flames and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory, colon, thread winner. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie Berg Flames with a Z. Annie, um, let's jump right into the thread of the week. This is about something that both you and I um, and your husband, Mike Wagner-Fungstead, have become uh, sort of obsessed with. Uh, so the uh, the tweet says, secret to a happy life equals don't let the sun go down without playing the box office game. Mm. Um, now, we have talked in the past of our uh, dislike for wordle type games and things yes. like that and all of the other like um kind of offshoots of, of that um this is this is also a daily game so um mm-hmm. uh my wife has a has an obsession with a different daily uh daily game that has to do with um it's called time guesser have you ever seen this no so so time guesser you you get like a historical photograph and you have to like try to guess the year that it took place and then locate it on like a like a google map like down to the neighborhood in the city that it might be and you get points based on how close you are to the right date and to the right geographic location so as a geography teacher and a history teacher uh she's fairly obsessed with with it and she's quite good at it that reminds me of that google earth game where it gives you like a um screenshot of like some google earth footage somewhere in the world and then you have to like click on the map and then you get points for however close you were to like where that picture was taken exactly it's like that but it's also within time then Ah. but we like to play the box office game inspired by uh one of our favorite um favorite podcast blank check Mm -hmm. right so so what got you into the box office game i'm really bad at it um as we know i'm not great with recall i'm not great with um like movie names or actor names so this is really a stretch for me but it's fun the format's easy it looks kind of just like an excel spreadsheet and um i enjoy it i like i also like having like my dailies you know like all of my favorite video games are ones where it's like you have a list of all your daily things you have to do and you just like it's like a to-do list but in video game format and i kind of just like having this as like okay this is my thing that i'm going to just do every day now and if i don't so do, do wanna, it i, I feel you want to explain how the box office game works like, mm, what so, is it because I, I you and i know this but i don't know if other people know this yep 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 so it's like it'll give you a week a random week um so like today's is june 17th 2022 and it gives you the top five movies for that week in the box office and so then it'll give you like hints or you could just go off of like the distributor and the gross for that week but like if you can do that that's like kind of crazy <laughs> i mean it depends like so you're trying to guess the the top five movies for that weekend exactly at the box office and you yes. can um the you can get hints but the more hints you get the fewer points you get right so right? you can get hits for like um actors or taglines or the Directors. even the genre um usually i get like maybe one correct out of i'm really bad at it 
So what is your window? What is your box office game window where when you see a year, you're like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be good if it's in this range. From 2002 to like 2008, I feel like is the the time. That's like middle school and high school for me. Okay. So like, you would, so that's like from age maybe 11 to 18. Is that kind of. Yeah, roughly like a little bit before. So I feel like it was middle school and like early high school was when I was going to see a lot of movies. Or, like, I was at least aware of the movies that were coming out. Where, like, in the last 10 years, I could not really tell you. Like, uh, I hear some buzz about Oscar movies. Maybe I'll go see one movie a year. But I just don't know what's coming out. Also, I live in, like, Asia. So, (laughs) I just, like, don't know what's coming out in the West, like, in America. Um, So, I think that's my hotspot. I feel like in college, I don't know. Because I didn't really watch a ton of movies in college. You're the same way, yeah? Yeah, yeah, no, college, I definitely kind of dropped out of culture, I feel like, which is funny, because you, you like, you think like, well, that's actually when you're when you're at your peak in certain ways. But like, in high school, I was a huge, huge, huge sports fan, I would watch college sports and pro sport and just like, just even if it wasn't something I was specifically interested in, I'd be watching it, I went to college, mm-hmm. and I stopped watching like, the teams that I love, like it just, mm-hmm. you, you just because I started focusing on what I was doing for school. So um, movies was a little bit like that too. So I feel like the, the first half of the nineties, I saw a whole bunch. The second half of the nineties is real scattershot. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I come out of that around 1999 when I graduate from, from college and the year I was in Alabama because there was less to do. I feel like I went to a lot more movies. So 99 is famously like a great movie year. And I ended up seeing a lot of movies that year because uh, brother Paul and I would go to the movies quite a bit as something to pass the time. So, Uh, okay. So here's the thing that I love about the box office game. It, um, that I just learned from you is that you can go back in the calendar and you can play old games. Right. Mm -hmm. So I could just go and cherry pick the games that are from like the time period that I know well, or like the Mm -hmm. weeks where, okay, just looking at 2004 or 2005, you could just be looking at your window of time where you feel like, you know, it best. But before I realized that there was this like catalog that I could comb through and choose, I thought it was just a daily thing. And like, that was your one shot. And if you missed it at midnight, like it would be gone forever. <clears throat> so then when I would complete the da- the box office game for the day, I still had that itch of like, I want to play another version of this that's not box office, but similar. And I couldn't find anything. So then I was like, should I make something? <laughs> Not that I could. Are you a right? great app per, a, app programmer? I could make an Excel spreadsheet for my friends okay. and then put in trivia questions about something. So, like, if you could have a box office game that wasn't box office, what would it be? I actually and know How mine. can I make this? I actually know mine because the thing I was obsessed with more than movies in, especially growing up in the so like 80s and 90s is i watched way 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 too much tv mm. i so so this is it's it's too much of a one to one but like if you could give me like nielsen ratings like the top rated sh- uh tv shows in a given week mm. i would love that that would and i think i think like there there are stretches of time there are windows of time where i think i would be very good at that or or even here would be another version that wouldn't be about ratings growing up there were um you know if if you 
there there were three major networks four by the late 80s when fox starts to like become a network so this is before your time but it used to be abc cbs and nbc and then mm-hmm. s- slowly fox started to become a network and it was interesting about it is it wasn't like it became a network all at once like fox existed on like thursday nights and then they would add like okay well maybe we can do thursday nights and you know then they stretched to maybe the whole weekend and eventually but like on like the other nights it would just be the local affiliate playing old movies or something but eventually it became a full network so like i'm 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 probably i'm old enough to like have seen the last major like over the air tv network like actually come into existence um because there are other things like UPN and CW and those things, which aren't didn't fully become networks, but Fox definitely did. Um, so at any rate, uh, here would be the game. You take a and may, you probably need to cut this off um, by the time streaming, like maybe 2010, right? Once we get into major streaming, this kind of falls apart or it'd be less fun. But like, you get a uh, a night of the week. Okay. Okay historically so like you could say thursday you know uh september 29th 1987 and you get the primetime blocks for um for cbs abc and nbc and mm. you have to try to plug in what those shows what the shows are cuz some of those like 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 nbc thursday nights in the late 80s like i i know that whole like it, you know it would it you would have um uh, you would have Cheers, The Cosby Show. You'd have uh, A Different World, Night Court, um, and then you'd have L.A. Law. Like that would be that was what Thursday nights were. Like like and and I could do that with other networks too because I watched a lot of TV and I used to read the TV guide that would come in the newspaper. You know, it's so like like I and like I would think a lot about that stuff. So I actually would really enjoy that. I think that would be super fun. Yeah, that would be fun too because now that you say it. I do remember growing up and being like, okay, this night was, and this hour and this night was when the off new office episodes came out or this night was when they had um, fresh Prince of Bel-Air like reruns and all these things. Like I remember it vividly and it's, that was your chance. Like that was when you watched it. And then when it, that's all you had, you could go to blockbuster and you could grab like DVD (laughs) releases of these Mm -hmm. things. But in general, like, you had those shot that shot it, on TV. And what would be fun about it is that there would be some that would be like, well, obviously this is this because it's famous for this time. Like this is the friends time slot or the ER time slot. But then there would be all the other ones of like, do you remember that weird show they put at 830 in between friends and ER trying mm. to make that happen in this particular year? That would be fun. And if it could be like the box office game where you could like click on it and get hints of like, okay, here were the... You know, here's the number one like person star in this show. Number two, number three, like that would be kind of fun. It's like, could, can you remember the weird show that li- lasted for a season or two that they tried to make happen but didn't work? I actually would really. That would be a very fun game. It, again, it's it's sort of like the box office game, but it would be like the TV guide game. I, I think that would be mine. TV guide game. I like that. Yeah. Let's yeah. make it. I'll get the PDF going or Excel going. Um, my the other thing I was thinking was famous laughs oh okay Where you have a little sound it's multimedia so you get a little sound bite of someone's laugh and then you have to guess whose it is 
Because there are and some that would be easy, right? Like a Seth Rogen or something yes, like that. Yes, a Seth be... Rogen. I feel like um, Jeff Goldblum has a distinctive laugh or sound that escapes mm -hmm. his mouth that maybe is near a laugh. So but... here would be the question. Would it be famous people's laugh or famous characters' laugh? <gasps> That's hard. Right? Because... I was thinking well, character might almost people. be easier in some ways. Yeah. Yes. True. I was thinking famous people or what if you did famous coughs? <laughs> that would be impossible. No, I think okay, there who's are the most, who's the most famous cough? Like g give me, give me an example of a famous cough. I dare you. I feel like I've heard Biden cough a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right but 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 out of context would you be able to recognize like what is it like the people we've named like a seth rogan laugh there's a very specific kind of laugh that he does i i cannot tell you and also coughs usually get cut out of things so <laughs> there's not a lot of famous people that you actually see coughing what about like a like a throat clearing Famous, famous throat. Like, I just feel like you, that that would catch more often. I think that you would, yes, you would cut out the coughs, but maybe a throat clearing you wouldn't. Especially okay. if it's before, like, so Anderson Cooper probably has a very distinct one before he gives some line on TV. Okay, you're 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 maybe not wrong, but let's let's actually think about this. Do you want to listen to a series <laughs> of throat clearings in the morning? You wake up in the morning and here's your here's your five throat clearings. Name this celebrity. And it's like keeps my brain young. This is like my activity that's going to like thwart off disease, brain rot. Would it would it trigger you to feel like you needed to clear your throat if you listen to five throat clearings over and over trying to identify them? Well, but eventually you'd be like, I have to clear my throat. And then I could see what it sounds like compared to everyone else's. I could find who my doppelganger cough is, has, who they are. Yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it might make me cough. But, like, I, it could use to th clear my throat in the morning, too. I don't know. It's going to happen anyway. So, yeah, I, 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 just mean, think, I, I think it could be something. I think that Tweet Victory is already very, very niche. This might be the most niche thing I've ever experienced somebody wanting to have in the world. But if I became adept at it, I would be the only... If I was so good at this, I, I would be the only one. So you want to find some things that you can be the best in the world at. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So identifying famous coughs or throat clearings uh or laughs i mean laughs i think you, i feel like some people could be pretty good at that yeah yeah so so it's interesting so you want to create this thing yeah because because then what will people will experience the people who you manage to like hoodwink into actually doing actually playing this game they will realize how impossible this is and they'll look at you and say wow aren't you amazing you can identify these but nobody else can and the truth is you don't even have to play the game because you made it yeah yeah i'll just know so this I'll is just well or we'll perceive that you know because you can't play it because you made it. So this is really a scam you're setting up to become the world's expert on throat clearing. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong with that. I 
yes, it is um, vain, but it's not evil. Yes, and it's not that vain because being an expert on identifying celebrity throat clearing is both hard to say and also I think it would be a bullet people would be happy to dodge. Like, uh, if if I'm going to be the world expert on something, I bet there are people who would say I'd rather not be an expert than be an expert on that. Well, okay, true. Here's the thing. Um, I'm not that kind of person. I just want to be an expert at anything. And then second, um, I don't remember what I was going to say the second one was, but um, yeah, no, I lost it. Totally lost it in there. Yeah, I just want to be an expert at something, Sam. I love, how, I love how low you're aiming. Well, like, okay. Also, I have this theory. Did I tell you my theory about COVID and masks? No. Okay. <laughs> it's not, I'm not an Okay. Is this not... a, wait, 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 wait! Before you explain your COVID quote theory, <laughs> are, is there a is there the word conspiracy that's going to be part of this too? Because we're not that kind of podcast. No, <laughs> I realize I didn't set that up with enough context. I have this theory about the living through the time of COVID that because we didn't get to see each other's mouths very much during that time our eyes are going to more naturally be drawn to people's mouths afterwards. And it's kind of like, you know, like the thing that where you can't see something that's concealed on someone, it, it like becomes more Certainly. beautiful or it becomes like kind of enticing. So I feel like my theory was, <laughs> this is at the start of COVID when I thought masks would be worn for like decades. I was like, yeah, the mouth is going to become so hot. And so then, um, well, the mask came off after like, <laughs> a year and a half or just during lunch so you could see people's mouths but what if we make a game like this identifying laughs because laughs are a beautiful thing it's something that like it can't really be feigned like somebody's laugh is their laugh same with cough what if cough becomes something beautiful and we're like oh i just wish i had seth rogan's cough so are you are you saying, do we just hear it or do we see like a close up of their mouth clearing their throat, coughing or laughing? It would those be like levels of the game, like like easy level is laugh, then cough, then throat clear is like the like the the championship I think, level. I think I was just trying to make a very loose analogy between my really great COVID theory and this really stupid game. Um, but I do now like that there are levels. I prefer the one where I think you start out without sound and just looking at the mouth making a cough. Oh, so it starts with, okay. And then you hear the cough. Maybe you have to match the cough with the mouth. And then you have to identify who it belongs to, right? So you have like five, you have like five mouths that are, that are soundlessly coughing. And then you have five little sound bites that you click and you listen to the different coughs and then you connect the cough and the mouth and then you type in who you think it is. Wow. I want to go with you on this. This is the only thing worse you could have said was instead of, instead of it being a cough or a throat clearing or a laugh is watching somebody eat (laughs) like a real tight shot of somebody's mouth eating. And you're trying to figure out both who it is and what they're eating or something like that. Okay. If I mock up just like a little demo for this game, who would you want to be some of the coughs? Oh, whoever you can get, just make sure that there are people that I know. 
So, sure, so, it might so like, I have a chance. So like you're you saying said, we might play hard. this game at some point? Can we? I would play it. I would do poorly, but I would play it. Dude, <laughs> if, I if will... you want to put the work in, <laughs> I will play it. I will work on this tomorrow during my free block at school. Don't need to grade. Don't need to worry about the kids. I'm going to make the cough game. Okay, let's go out on this question. It can be cough or throat clear. I'm not going to say laugh. Because we know what people's laughs sound like, but I don't know that you actually know anybody's cough or throat clear. Fair. Who would be the holy grail of like throat clearing or coughing? It's like, if I could get good, clean footage of Samuel L. Jackson coughing, that would be like the thing I would most want for this game. I don't know who it is, but like, who would be that? Who would be your, your holy grail? Or you're like, that's the one. It would be hard to find, but I would love to have it. It would have to be someone who you would least expect to cough. Who seems really healthy? Again. Oh, so you're thinking healthy rather than proper. Where it's sure, like, oh, either, they would never. Oh. Yeah. I'm thinking somebody so proper. It's like you would never see uh, the late Queen Elizabeth II coughing or something. Ooh, you know? But would be good. Right. I think that could be one within the like top five. So does this lead you in sort of as a gateway to you being the weirdest kind of paparazzi where you're following famous people around just because you want to get video footage of them coughing or clearing their throat? Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I come home with all my footage of them coughing and clearing their throat. And I'm like, look at what I got today. Look at this haul. This might be the worst version of you, Annie. (laughs) I have little to live for. This is all. This is my future. This is all so I listeners, got. our goal here is to uh, keep Annie from becoming the darkest timeline of her, which appears to be following celebrities around to get coughing footage of them. Um, I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anyone. I'll play the game if you make it uh, because I'm humoring you. But uh, but let, let, let's try to avoid this version for you. So listeners, um, you should follow at Annie underscore Berglund on Twitter or at Annie Bergflames on um, threads you should subscribe to the channel 3900 podcast network and please email us at channel 3900 at gmail.com give annie some direction in life i mean i'm saying this as if you're not like a professional person who's a teacher working at a school but like your aspirations are are strange today (laughs) this might just be weird energy but um, we're worried about you so um give her some direction in life maybe give her some advice or send her coughing footage like that would i guess be the other thing you could do uh, i think that it seems from your face that that's what you would most prefer but save me some time honestly yeah yeah it's putting putting the game together um i'm terrified that this may be a game that i play at some point um if you because the problem is you also are the type of person who has some follow-through so you may actually just go ahead and do this um so I guess we're kind of looking forward to a future episode, potentially. Um, It wouldn't be our first game show. It might be our worst game show. It might be our best. Yeah, I just think it would translate really well to a podcast. Yes, it really is made for this. So Mm -hmm. uh, that is all the time that we have. But we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory colon Threadwinner. Follow us at Annie Berg Flames on threads and or Annie underscore Bergland on Twitter.